Hey, how's it going? Oh, Christian, shut the How's it going, guys? Oh. Welcome to the 19th episode of the Highly Taken Podcast. This is again Let's David Siegbert eating mac and cheese coming at you from Tallahassee, Florida. Christian Smith coming back at you from Townsend, Delaware. Come right back at me. Oh, Townsend, huh? Where's it begin? Uh, yeah. Nick Smith back at you in Jacksonville. Hey, let's get it, guys. All right, so it is our weekend episode. So, like always, we'll start with our nice gone in 60 seconds. Um, they will chug some sort of drink. Obviously, well, I'm not sure if it's alcoholic or not this time, fast and whatnot. But I'm going to read it off. And as they do, they will try to drink. So, when you guys are ready, I'm all ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready Nick, when you What are you, um, Nick, real quick? What is your, what do you, I know you're doing like a thingy with Jiggy. So, what is your drink of choice today? Yeah, it's seltzer. Shout out, bubbly. 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 Hey, you know what, dude? Dude, I'll match you. I'll, I'll do a Sprite. Well, I'm doing two. Do the McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> oh, you're doing two? I, I don't have two yeah. Sprites next to me. I have one, two one... drinks, so I'll just... Do double one fist, and one, whatever you want to do. Sprite. All, right. All right. Ready, set. On today's episode of Gone in 60 Seconds, we talk about the sport found in holy matrimony. A sport literally carried by men. A team sport that rally that really puts relationships to the test physically and emotionally. That's right, we're talking about wife carrying. This is a contest in which male competitors race while each other is carrying a female partner. The objective is to for the male to carry the female through a special obstacle track in the fastest time. This sport was originally introduced in Skanjarvi, Finland. Um, you know, there's several rules to this. Uh, there's you can cover uh throw them over the shoulder you can piggyback fireman's carry estonian style that's a wipe upside down with her like back legs like on your back um and yeah they're just trying to race and have the fastest time um now there are some funny rules that come along with this one of my favorite ones being the wife to be carried maybe your own or your neighbors or you may have found her further um or you have found her further afield but she must, however, be 17 years or, or older. That is the rule. Oh, is that she the cutoff? Years or older. Yeah, that's the cutoff there. Um, I know you know the Epstein's of the world are going to be very upset about that. There is a minimum weight for it, 49 kilograms. If she weighs less than 49, um, they will give them a sack, a heavy sack, to add additional Ooh. weight to it. So you want to um, be like right, right yeah. at that mark. Right really at 49. Okay, so what is this again? It's, it's called wife carrying. Literally, it's just you carry your wife through a bunch of off- obstacles. Oh, that's Christian. Do you want to do you want to be my wife in this? I think I think we would do pretty well, man. Oh, I do have a I'm, note I'm on down. here. Um, this is an interesting game that unfortunately Christian will never be able to get uh, to participate in. So. Oh, oh yeah. yeah Wait, why? True. I'm confused. Why can't I never participate? <laughs> Anyway, I don't know, Christian. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you be able to participate? <laughs> Come on now! Oh my gosh! All right, guys, let's let's get into it. Uh, we're gonna do our top ten edge rushers, Ooh, and you know we and you know we love edging. Uh, David's favorite is edging. Christian's favorite is receiving it. Um, I will say right now. This is a this is a little harder of a list because you know you're doing your outside linebackers and you're doing your defensive ends. So uh, I'm interested to see oh, who uh, Christian has. So what do you got going on, man? Yeah, give me two sacks. Gonna pull the notes up, boys, and we're gonna dive right down into it. Well, I really don't so, want to be like this the whole time. 
I know. I'm sorry, dude. I don't. I only have my phone. And I only have my notes on the phone. Well, I I don't want to be like this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Is that better? Is that better? It's way better. Yeah. So we could actually see you're not you're not on the side of the screen. Nice you don't finger look like you got there. Looks a little oh, brown yeah, though. Kind of worried. Yeah, I know, dude. I gotta know. say though, man, those seltzers. I'd rather. I'd ra- think I'd rather drink <laughs> here. Those seltzers just burned the entire way down. And they're like, I, they can't dude, sit well sprite, on your stomach. Bro. No, they're not. It's still sizzling right now. That sprite felt like fire. But you know what? I'm going strong, man. I'm going strong. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, so I'm saying. All right, coming out at number ten here for the position, I'm going to go with Brian Burns. This is a guy who has great speed coming off the edge, and he's going to be a key piece to watch for the Carolina team. Uh, he should have another great year with 11 plus sacks. Uh, he had. Too. I believe he had one last year as well. Uh, Brian Burns, he's on the up and coming. Uh, I feel like he's a name that's not thrown around as much as maybe like someone like Bob Miller, who is good, but at this point in his career, not as good as someone like Brian Burns, in my opinion. Uh, and I think he's 100% deserves to be on the top 10. Number nine, I have him a little low here, but due to his lack of production recently, I'm going to go with Khalil Mack at the nine spot. Uh, one way or another, the dude is a wow. physical beast. Yeah, dude's a physical beast. Uh, but the production rate that we've seen from Khalil Mack isn't what it used to be when he was in Oakland or when he was in Chicago. Uh, but I still think that he's he can be a game changer, and having both on the other side of him and that Chargers defense definitely helps. Number eight, I'm going to go with Matt Judon from the Patriots. Uh, he had 15 and a half sacks last year and 69 pressures. The guy is a great defensive edge, and he can also play linebacker when he's asked of it. He can do whatever he needs to do. He's very good in stopping the run as well. Uh, and, I mean, the guy's just an all-around edge linebacker, and it's just great. He can do everything the Patriots need him to do. Number seven, I'm going to go with the first Bosa to make the list and go with Joey Bosa. Uh, he has been – He's been, I wouldn't say he's been very good since he was drafted into the league, and he continues to be good. He's a centerpiece for that defensive Chargers defense that blew the lead in the playoffs, but we're not going to get into that one. But mm. he's very good. He's, I mean, he's not as good as his brother is, let's be honest. But Joey Bush is very, very good. Number six, I have Max Crosby, who is a menace on the defensive line and uses his speed and frame to get around the quarterback as quick as he can, and he can single-handedly wreck a game if he wants to. Uh, I want to say he had, I want to say it was four multi-sack games this year, uh, and he finished with over 12 sacks this year as well. The guy knows what he's doing coming off that edge. Number five. We all do. (laughs) I guess so. Good point, good point. Number five, I'm going to go with Hassan Reddick. This is a guy who uses his speed to a huge advantage. Reddick is great at getting to the quarterback. He's had 15-plus sacks in back-to-back year now, and he was a huge force for that Eagles defense this year. Uh, he came into Philly and is expected to play at a high level, and he came through and produced way more than I think we expected from him uh, and gave us everything that we wanted. And, I mean, he showed without a shadow of a doubt he's a top-five edge rusher. Number four is Nick Bosa. This is a guy who I think is built like a freaking nature. He gets off the line with great speed and possesses great power and has all the defensive moves that you would want for a good defensive number end to have. Four, or four, huh? Number four. Wow. He has everything I think that you want a defensive end to have uh, with size, speed, and power. All the moves that you need to possess for good pass rushing moves. Uh, I mean, the guy's just an absolute stud. The better of the Bosa brothers, in my opinion. Number three, I have Michael Parsons. Uh, I mean, this, wow. is a major, this is a major do-it-all guy. Um, he can play in coverage and rush off the edge, and he can rush off the edge extremely well. 
Uh, he's a complete stud who has lived up to the hype of what they thought he was going to be coming out of college from Penn State. Um, and, I mean, as much as I hate the Cowboys, man, you give the props to him. Michael Parsons is the best player on that team. Oh, yeah. Number two is going to be T.J. Watt. Uh, I think this is a guy who gets to the quarterback as good, if not better, than anybody. He's the current record holder for most sacks in a single season. Uh, and, I mean, he continues to play amazingly year in and year out with great IQ and speed. Guy has – he knows very – I don't know where this about being gay. He knows how to use his hands. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> knows how to use his hands real well. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. Nah, but oh. he, he's, he's very, very, very stellar defensive end. Uh, I think a lot of times he doesn't get all the credit that he deserves. But I think he's for sure the number two. And in my opinion, number one edge slash defensive end guy. And I love him to death. I think he deserves to be at this one spot more than anybody in the world. It's going to be Miles Garrett. I mean, the grave absolute, digger. An absolute What did you just call him? Nature. The grave digger? Yeah, that's what Javon Hargraves. No, I know, but I'm saying because every Halloween he puts out all of the people that he sacked, all yeah. the quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does do that. Yeah. I mean, dude, the guy is an absolute freak, bro. Like, he's a physical specimen, 16-plus sacks in back-to-back season, a resume that has three Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, and just a six-year tenure in Cleveland. Uh, I mean, when everything's – Brown and green and freaking Cleveland, man. That guy's always there to at least give him something. He's always good for a Pro Bowl each year. He's always good. Whoa. Always good for, you know, multiple sacks a season. He's the only one piece of Cleveland that's been fully consistent. Uh, I do have one honorable mention because I'm not. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. I do have one honorable mention and only because. Before this episode started, I realized I didn't have Khalil Mack on my list, so I had to bump everybody down one. Honorable mention goes out to Von Miller. Uh, he was on my top 10 list at the 10 spot, but getting the age up there, he's getting the number up there. He's not producing as much as he once was, but one way or another, he's still a very, very good piece to have on your defensive edge, but he's just the honorable mention. Couldn't crack the list. Sorry about it, bud. I know they say if you get older up in age, you don't edge as well, unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, Christian, our lists are pretty similar. I feel like all of us may be pretty similar as well. Um, at number 10, I have Brian Burns. Uh, he has a great skills off the line and looks aesthetically pleasing while rushing the quarterback. He reminds me a lot of Robert Quinn, though. Um, he is powerful with great yep. length and speed, yep. which I am told that a lot, too. Um, he isn't as good in rushing attacks, but he sure wreaks havoc on offensive lines. Uh, after that, we have Zadarius Smith from the Browns. Um, I was I, I was between putting Burns here instead, but I don't think it's fair to relegate Smith because he shares the offensive line with arguably one of the best passers in the NFL. He isn't as explosive off the line. Whoever uses hands really well to get off, which is something I'm also told as well. He has a power and length that makes up for a lack to get off the line. He can bull rush a guy better than most people in the league. Um, after that, we have Matthew Judon from the Patriots. If you haven't seen him on the field, look for the bright red sleeves. He's yep, yep. smaller than most ru- um, rushers. <laughs> he's six foot three, but he has 34 inch arms. That give I, him reach and power. I love how they say he's smaller than he's six three. Six like, three. Come on, dude. <laughs> like in comparison, it's like NBA guy. Six foot three is pretty small, too. Yeah. Um, but he had a, he had 69 pressures last year, which is nice. And he ranked Very fourth nice. mo- amongst edge rushers in sacks with 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. 
At number seven, we have Joey Bosa. Um, if we talk straight talent, Joey Bosa is arguably one of the best in the league. However, he's never on the field. Uh, he is getting hurt every other game, so we don't get to see him as much. He's fast, powerful, and can do anything you um, like. You want him to do, except for stay healthy, and that's why he's probably not as good as Nick either. He just can't stay healthy. At number six, we have. What are you sad? Oh, Brooklyn said she can't stay healthy either. At number six, we have Max Crosby. Um, you know, the league has crazy Ed Rushers when Max Crosby doesn't even make the top five, but yeah. it's hard to argue against him with the one in five on my list. He's a pure outside rusher who knows how to get skinny to make a lineman miss. He bends and arcs more than the class hoe. Most of the time, <laughs> pass rushers are highly taken. Oh, and our top picks oh. coming out. However, Max had the th- was a third round pick. So, I mean, you're getting the most bang for your buck as a draft deal on this list. In 2021, he had the most pressures. In 2022, he came in third, which also happens to be Christian's nickname. He also is always wanting to third? play. He, you No, know, your nickname is third. So he came in third. Um, he, he, also, uh, he also is always wanting to play. He played 129 more snaps than any edge rusher in the league, which can't be said about Bosa. <laughs> At number five. <laughs> We have our boy, Hassan Reddick. Um, yes, we were excited to get him last year, and he proved why, um, mm-hmm. being one of the best in the league. He finished second in sacks with 16 last year, had 68 pressures as well. He is super athletic and seemed to have a knack for stripping the ball when we needed to give him a turnover. Um, the yeah. only thing that hurts him a bit is the fact that he was on a super stacked offensive line. Um, regardless, he's arguably one of the best pass defensive, rushers. Defensive line. He's on a super oh. defensive line. Well, if Not he's throwing the offensive line, he's one why of the best that, Why does that hurt him, though? I don't understand why that hurts him. I just – when you when you have other people getting 10-plus sacks, it just – sometimes you're like, oh, are they – Yeah, know, we have, what, four guys with 10-plus? Yeah. Um, he's a really yeah. good run defender as well. And we all know how much he is great at pass coverage. We love seeing him <laughs> in pass coverage. Love it. You, you, this is the Ugandan. Um, at number four, we have Nick Bosa from the Niners. Yes, I understand he is the reigning defensive player of the year. And this may be a shock to see him at the fourth spot, but the other three on this list are just that good. He led the league in sacks and tied for most pressures. And I know you probably think that deserves the top spot or even in the top three. He's more powerful than his brother. He's more explosive and overall just more athletic. He is also great in the run game. He had 29 defensive stops on the edge, which tied six most with Miles Garrett at his position. At number three, this is going to be a shock to you. I have Miles Garrett from the Browns. Wow. This is probably a super shock to everyone. Big shocker. And I understand that if asked, I bet 30 to 40% of the people would tell you Miles is the best in the league. I just don't think he is. I think he's amazing, though. Um, even though, he, you know, when he's not using his helmet That's as a literal point. weapon, um, <laughs> he has been one of the best, if not the best, over the last three years. He has the most sacks. He's 270 pounds, but he's flexible, strong, explosive. And you can argue that his body was artificially made. I don't know how, but you can argue somehow he has some robot body. Yeah, probably um, is. He was hurt last year, though, and didn't look fully healthy, I feel, last year. But he was still just as productive as a pass rusher. At number two, we have Micah Parsons. Uh, he can really do it all. Uh, Bosa may one player of the year, but you wow. can argue that Parsons was the defensive MVP. Parsons had an efficiency percentage difference of negative 0.43 on versus off the field, 
which just shows how much Dallas needs Unreal. him on the field. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I saw that. He isn't he isn't as technical as Garrett Watambosa, but Parsons is strong and has size. He's a missile. He's probably the best. He's uh, best. Um, when I say fastest edge on this, you know, he's probably the fastest edge. You're on the this fastest edge. edge. <laughs> and hopefully someday he comes back home and wears uh, midnight green. Um, at number one, we have TJ Watts. That's um, unreal. I think this may be a shocker for a lot yeah. of people. What's Wichita but, State for sure? I think <laughs> I think TJ Watt is the best. I think TJ Watt is the best rusher in the league. He is a dog in the trenches, a real dog. grinder, and he I think he just personifies that Pittsburgh style of football. Really gritty, really grindy. He has tremendous production as well. I think he's the best because not only is he a great pass rusher, he's an elite run defender. I know it's weird putting him putting someone who was hurt all of almost a whole season last year at the one spot. But you can't argue how good he is when he does play. Maybe it is just a younger brother thing. Uh, Nick is better than Joey, but who knows? Maybe TJ's better than JJ. Yeah. Only time will tell. We can't say that now, but only time will tell. And of course, you know I love me my honorable mentions. There he is. But Von Miller, Khalil Mack, <laughs> Trey Hendrickson from the Bengals, and Demarcus Lawrence. It's just insane that these guys are honorable mentions. It really tells you how much the position of edge rusher has really upgraded and evolved in the past 10 years. And you can argue that they probably are the most talented, athletic, versatile position in all the NFL. And especially now the NFL is a passing game. It's not that hard to see as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, and and my thing is, man, you could argue the top five on these lists our top 20 players in all of football based off their talent yeah. and what they're, they do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, this, it's really hard. Like, I mean, it, edge rush, mm, like yeah, the edge, <laughs> edge rushers. I mean, they're, they can make and break a team. Like, I mean, yeah. if you have, I mean, for instance, look at the Niners, like they haven't been able to do much, but they have Bosa out there that's balling and pretty much arguably would led them to where they were at. Um, you know, Miles Garrett, Garrett, I'm sorry you're on Cleveland. They didn't have anything, but you still posted all these numbers. And if they didn't have you, you probably wouldn't even have won the amount of games that you won last year. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, I know it, it was hard for me. I it, I wanted to put Khalil Mack on my list. I just couldn't do it. So I'll I, have I him couldn't. as my honorable mention. Yeah. Um, but at my number 10, I'll, I'm going Von Miller. Um, yeah. it's, it's tough because the guy is coming from an ACL tear. Uh, he's – older um but buffalo does have a really good defense and i think it's going to help him to be able to have success like he does every single year you know it's unfortunate they lost him last year um but you know his mentality he's able to to stop the run he's able to go in there and he gets all the pressure on the quarterbacks you know you just have to be aware of where he's at at all times mm-hmm. um at number nine i got brian burns uh you know i think he's really going to help carolina possibly make a playoff fish um um I'm sure David's oh, yeah. already thinking that. Yeah, uh, division chance, baby. <laughs> he thinks that they're winning. Rawr, I think the Saints keep pounding me. I think oh. the Saints take it, but <laughs> I mean, you can't argue his his athletic ability. Um, you know, he he's for some reason able to the moves he has. He's able to do some crazy swim moves. You know, get around the edge. Uh, it's it's crazy. Kind of kind of keep him there. Uh, Number eight, like you said, David, I think you took my notes on this. You can see him. <laughs> you can see him anywhere. You got Matthew Judon. Uh, you know, like you said, he's one of the smaller ones, but his talent is 
un, unrivaled, honestly. He has great talent over there. Not uh, about your size, it's about how you use that size. That's exactly right. That's exactly yes, right. Um, the size of the wave, it's the motion of the ocean, the wave. Dang right. At number seven, I got number one of the Bosa brothers. I got Joey Bosa from the Chargers. Main reason I have him here uh, is him staying healthy. Um, you know, and him blowing that lead. Yeah, I mean himself. It's a it's a team effort. It, you know, you can't nah, just blame just, him. It's strictly his fault. No. But uh, the dude's a beast, man. Um, um, you can't you can't really argue with it. I mean, this is now that the Watt brothers. There's only one left. This is the best brother. Duo. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Derek Watt's still in the league. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. What is your problem? <laughs> no, no, no. Fullback's no. my fair position. I should just do now by myself. TJ, top now ten that fullbacks. TJ left. This is the best brother duo. Dude, is I'm that better? Sure I'm pretty sure um, there's only three fullbacks like three. in the league. It's like yeah. Use yeah. check Picard and him. Um, yeah. Number six, I got Max Crosby. I mean, I would love to keep Bad him Merck. in the top five, but I mean, there's just so many. There's so many good rushers out there that you. It's just hard to put him in there. Um, super. He's probably more of your basic, you know, defensive end player. That's always causing havoc, and you always have to be where you know have to be aware of where he's at. Um, number five, our boy Hassan. I wanted to get I, – I, I have a feeling he could possibly get into the top three. It's just really hard with how – how It's so talented. How much the talent, the so talent is there. Um, the guy <laughs> – we saw it last year. The guy just – he wreaks havoc on anyone. He can go out there and cover people. I mean, he <laughs> he, he strips <laughs> – he strips – He strips. He has he strips. strip sacks, dude. I mean, the dude's crazy, and he's so he was so close to so many of them that he just barely missed. I mean, you – and it to, like you said, it probably has something to do with the line. Um, but we'll see this year. He's going to get more time. Yes, we have more players, but again – He's going to get more time out there, and the dude's going to be an absolute. And he'll be in less coverages. Less coverages. That's right. And this is where we all kind of differ on this. At number four, I got TJ Watt. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. And so he swapped my white boys. You swapped my white boys. Well, listen, and it, here's the thing. A lot of it has to do with the fact of his injury. I mean, he, he, he is injured at probably – once a year, he doesn't play a couple games a season. And I think that affects it. And, you know, he could go down as the best player, but there's so many on this list, it's hard for me to choose. And he, like David said, he is the definition of a Pittsburgh Steeler defensive player. I mean, dude's an absolute beast. He's athletic. He's quick. You know, he can pretty much do anything on that end. Um, number three, I got Nick Bosa. And it's it's really hard. I mean, you would think, reigning defensive player of the year he'd be a little higher on this list but that's just not the case um i think you know yeah it's gonna help that he has hargrave helping him over there now um and it's gonna take some pressure off him but it's not gonna change the fact that he's gonna be double teamed and you know it's really hard to go out there and have a performance like you did the year before uh oh christian loves his pussy um (laughs) this is my actually you want to know do you want to know what my cat's name is uh what's your cat's name cooter (laughs) <laughs> that's about that's about right for you uh number two i got miles garrett um you know the dude i would say is the best at his position every year 
He's consistent. He's hard to he's hard to stop. I mean, I've seen him out there. You can double team him. He's still not. Did you say he's he was the two. He's number two, and it's it's he's still you can't stop him. I mean, he can pretty How much do you, uh... he can pretty much do anything that he wants at that position, dude. There's no way you're going to be able to stomach this. Don't even say it. Number, don't, yeah, at, don't even say that. At number one. You're so foul. Uh, you're so foul, bro. Micah Parsons. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just hard. Like David said earlier, I mean, that him off the field based off of him on the field, it's it's uncanny. It's ridiculous. I, I, I mean, every time that I see Michael Parsons off the field, as an Eagles fan, I absolutely love it. You know, especially if they're playing us. That's normally when we're able to go out there and play and and you know score some points. I mean, we didn't really have much trouble with that, but I'm just saying. Um, strictly the fact that he can play any position on that field is why he's number one. He's he's the most valuable player, especially at Dallas. I I can't wait for Dallas to lose him. Either he's gonna slip through. There's no way. Dude, he's gonna sign like a five-year, hundred and thirty million dollar deal. He's not. He's not gonna stay in Dallas. I'm telling you. Yes, he is. In. He won't. Um, I'll take that to stay in Dallas. I think. I think. I think, him, if, I think. I think it hurts his stomach just in general that he is on that team. Um, but I yeah, I mean, so. I think it's. I think it, it. It was. It was hard for me to do it, but. I just it's it's hard for me to sit here and not have him at number one because of how athletic and what he's able to do on that team. So, yeah. so you're telling me you have two to the top players at their position. You have two of them are Dallas Cowboys players. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I think you're a little uh, shitty for that one, but mm. I don't know. We're, we all. I, I feel know. like I feel like I feel like the pass was cool for uh, for the lineman. For whatever his name was on the Cowboys, Zach like Mark Martin? number one for all of us, you yeah, don't remember that Zach was cool. Martin. I mean, he's the lineman. Who really cares in the place of the Cowboys? Your best player is the lineman. You suck. I know, man. I know, I know. But I mean, he he's just the most athletic. Dude, unpopular opinion: Ben DiNucci is better than Dak Prescott. I mean. You can say what you want. <laughs> I'm not going to argue it. But hey, guys, um, that that right there is going to get us into David. You you get, you got something for us, right? I do. Um, I've got some trivia for you first. Uh, we have eight, eight minutes and four or five seconds. So before that, I think I'm just going to give you my bet of the weekend. Um, oh, I like. So it. my bet of the weekends. I'm going to call my shot and say Ricky Fowler also wins again this weekend. Um, he's right now 16th place. He's three under and six, six shots behind. But I think he will be the leader at the end of it. You know that they're, uh, this is, you're talking about, he's playing in the Scottish Open this week. Am I right? I in believe that? so. Mm-hmm. You know that one of his last wins was actually over in the Irish Open. So he's familiar with that area. So I like it. I think he's at, he just has to make a push. Like said, he sits six. He sits six shots behind the leader after the first round, but there's still three more rounds to play. So that's, that's crazy to me that you just went off and just said he's going to win. Like he didn't. Like I would have been okay with you saying top five, but you're going out there. This is even no, crazy. No, no, you no. think he's going to win? We we want we want hard bets. Okay, we don't want any thirty home runs in the weekend bets over here. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that one. Um, I be, speaking of home runs, um. Didn't really have eight home runs in the All Star game. It was a pretty good pitching match. Nor, uh, nor perfect game. 
yeah um none of us expected that i mean that was no really yeah the first they literally inning. had a hit in the first inning yeah um dude it was hey, a good game and, but, and... but guess who hit it i mean we our, guess our who boy, hit it though. our boy our boy Randy rosarena yeah and uh so close. should have won the freaking derby man i was just happy to see that the nl won man i mean they they yeah, took philly rob dude dude philly rob and cassianos cassianos got a hit and got a run right Freaking uh, Kimball came in, Kimber got the save. save. Got the save, man. Dude, so, yeah. Billy Rob, dude. Loved it. Loved seeing it. Um, glad we got a, a – can we say a little redemption? Just a little redemption? No, but yes. I mean uh, – I'll take a Philly World Series over it in a win. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Rob would too, but, you know, it, it's a little uh, – a little uh, little icy – no, I can't even say icing on the cake. I'm but. just saying I'm that the Philly team has – the last month and a half before all-star break have been playing really well. So I mean, if it wasn't for the terrible start that they had, I mean, you could argue that we'd be a lot closer in the division than we isn't, are. Isn't that just what the Phillies do though? It seems like they always kind of start off slow, like sluggish that they don't want to be there. Like Harper wasn't there for a, a lot of while. Yeah. Harper wasn't there. I know, but I mean, you, you still, even when Harper came back players, though, it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, they still weren't that great when Harper first came. He had back, to get into the still, swing of thing. So, oh, oh, little baseball fun, but well, hits uh, home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's gonna bring us to the trivia Thunderdome. Now we're only doing five questions today. I'm allowing each of them. I'm sorry, I allowed each of them to uh, ask for two separate categories. Um, and the fifth one is a category of my choosing. The rules are gonna be a little different. We're only doing five questions today, so I'm only giving you guys one hint today. Um, okay. Again, the rules stay the same. If you ask for the hint, the other person must lock in their answer before I read the hint, unless for some reason they also want to use the hint on that one. Um, so we're starting with Christian's first category. He asked for Eagles trivia. So question number one, former Eagles, Donovan McNabb, Randall Cunningham, and Herschel Walker are all Eagles who also played for which NFL franchise? I'm locked in. Hey, I'm locked in. All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Is it the Vikings? You got the Vikings. Nick, who'd you pick? Vikings, yeah. That is the Minnesota Vikings. I was yeah. originally going to put Chris Carter on there, but I feel like that would have been such an easy giveaway. Yeah. Well, the thing, like, I first thought about it, too. I, was like, I didn't oh. know Donovan McNabb played for the Vikings. That was the last team that McNabb played on. Yeah, that, that's it. I was so thrown off. I, was was like, Washington, I wanted huh? to go. I wanted to go Redskins so bad, right? Yeah. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, he played one more season." And I was like, "Oh yeah, like." And of course, obviously, the other two didn't play for them, so no. I made it made it right. All right. So, n- question number two: We were asked. Uh, Nick asked for 2008's Phillies trivia. So I will ask the question: Which starting pitcher led the Phillies in wins this year, going 16 and seven with a 3.71 ERA? Again, who led, what starting pitcher had the most wins for the Phillies in 2008? Ooh, that's actually a tough one. I'll let Nick go first. Well, you locked in? Yeah, I'm locked in, but I'm going to let Nick go first. Ooh, I could go two different. Ooh. Uh, Will you go no, with the one too, you think? It's too obvious of one to go with this one. Um, yeah, I know. That's why you can't go with that all right. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm locked in. All right, who wins go first? Nick. All right, Nick, who'd you pick? 
Cole Hamels. Yep, I had Cole Hamels as well. Going 16-7 to 3.71 ERA. Jamie Moyer oh, had the most no. wins in the 2008 season. Oh, no. I wanted I, I wanted to so bad, but it was just like, uh, he had a really good year for a 40-year-old pitcher, dude. Yeah, I mean. I mean, only I, threw an 84-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, and he could paint corners. I mean, he even when he went to the Rockies in, like, his final season, when he was, like, in his 40s, he still was playing really well. Yeah, um, I think when he pitched for us, I think he was 42 years old. He was I old. He's really old because he. I mean, he's like one of the. He's like one of the only pitchers that pitched in like the eighties, the nineties, the thousands, and the twenty tens. I think. Yeah, unreal. Um. So number number three, question number three. Um. Christian asked for NFL all time. So I, you know, I could give you guys an easy question, but I'm kind of a jerk here. Brett Favre and Warren Moon are known for their gunslinger abilities, but what category do they rank number one and number two respectively in? All right, I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in too. All right, uh, Nick, what do you got here? Interceptions. Christian. Interceptions. Ooh, I would think that too. However, it's actually fumbles. Oh, no. Fumbles. Oh, that's rough. All right, so Nick's uh, second category that he picked was MLB history. So I put Alex Rodriguez. Once had his bat checked and confiscated before in that bat. That didn't matter, though, because his teammate lent him a bat, which A-Rod would then hit a home run with on that at bat. Who was his teammate? Oh, come on. Oh, I can't think of his name I got right it. Now. I got it. I, got I can't it. think of his name right now. Can I give you the position? Actually, can I get a hint? Well, if you want a hint, then Nick's going to have to lock in. Uh, but can I can I give you the position? No, I want to know what his the player. I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. All right, it's I'm locked Felix. in. I don't think this is right, but I'm locked All in. Right. Here's your hint, Christian. His teammate, this kid, also played for the Mariners. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. I so I I knew I figured I had it right. Okay, well then use use your hand on the right answer, but that's fine. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It ha- I, know I don't it have it right. Who do you lock oh, in? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I didn't. I I couldn't think of his name, and I said Palenka, and I think that's wrong. All right, Christian. King Ken Griffey Jr. King Griffey Jr. His teammate with the Mariners. You wonder how a team that had A Rod, oh. King Griffey Jr., and Randy Johnson <laughs> didn't win a World Series. Why oh, wasn't that? That sucks. Yeah, I wasn't thinking the Mariners, the man. Hand. I was I was thinking Ken Griffey all the way, but I wasn't one hundred percent certain, so that's why I locked in for the hand. I was thinking the Yankees, so that's that, like I, I, I saw that think. I saw that recently. It was after the whole uh, De La Cruz thing happened, where they confiscated his bat, and then yeah. his next at bat he crushed a four hundred fifty five foot bomb. Hmm. But well, they didn't confiscate the bat. They said that he couldn't use the knob that was on the yeah, end of the bat, and then they was, reviewed and said it was good. That knob was weird, though. That was a no. Weird it's, just, no he, it's just a grip. Hey, like, I know. It was, yeah, it was for like a swing tracker, but they took the he's tracker. He's allowed out. to keep it now. Yeah, he's still allowed to use it. All right, Dang. so so Christian doesn't have a hint anymore. So you do have a hint. So I may have to think about some time breakers here. I'm up, I'm up here. two to one. I'm up two to one. Hmm. Number five. This is a movie question of my choosing. Which former NFL star was going to be billed as the Terminator? However, the producers ended up giving him giving the role to Arnold Schwarzenegger because they thought the player was too nice to play a villain. 
Again, that's which NFL star was going to be billed as the Terminator. However, the producers ended up giving this role to Arnold Schwarzenegger because they thought the player was too nice to play a villain. What? Oh, this is tough. And I thought Star was going to play Schwarzenegger. Um, Wait, he's going to play the Terminator, but they gave the role to Arnold Schwarzenegger because they thought that's he was I meant, too that's nice. I play, play the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Arnold wouldn't play Arnold? That's weird. Yeah. Ar- hey, Arnold. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use my hint here, Um, but I need him to lock Hold in. Hold on. Yeah, I need to lock in. I need to lock in. Right, give, me like, give me like six seconds. Hold on. Let me, let me have to just think of a random name here. Um. <sighs> Wait, what year was Terminator made? It was in, in the 80s. Mm-hmm. In the 80s. Okay, then... Um... All right, I'm not going. I'm not going. All right. I'll give you the hints. If he did play this role, he probably would be on the loose. That doesn't, doesn't help out at all. That's not a good hint. If he didn't take this role, he'd probably be on the loose. I didn't know this would be a riddle. I will also say I did give you guys a purposefully hint in the middle of the sentence there when I said which NFL star was going to be billed as the Terminator. I don't... (laughs) I lost, Christian, because... Build? That's crazy. I think I know who it is now. not what i chose but i i think i know who it is no i, I got don't. i don't know who right. it is look look, look look i'm my answer was charles haley now that you said that though david give me bruce smith but it's not i can't use it but i'm gonna say bruce smith was the right answer who are you there. do you have an answer in a lock-in with nick uh I, I was gonna for some reason i was leaning toward terry bradshaw because he was such a nice guy when he was playing but that's not oh, it. I need I need your final answer. That's yeah, my final say. answer. Yeah, it's, I'm not gonna. You didn't even guess a Bills player. No. Well, the person they thought was too nice to play the Terminator just so happened to be OJ Simpson. They wanted <laughs> OJ Simpson to play the Terminator, but they thought he was too nice, so they didn't give him the role. Wait, what? I didn't know that. Well, and they, also the he would be on wrong? the he'd be on the loose in Terminators because the juice is on the loose. Yeah. That's like saying the best person to run a coffee shop is Bill Cosby. That's <laughs> when a nightclub. Wow. Oof. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I I wouldn't have gotten that. No matter what. No matter I, what. I feel like the I win. <gasps> NFL star build and the loot like he'd be on the loose. I I I just didn't. Really I wasn't. Give... I wasn't thinking like if you would have been like, well, if the hand doesn't fit. <laughs> So the glove, if the glove doesn't fit, then you must have quit. And I would have. If you had just said he was innocent, I'd have said the OJ. <laughs> well, he wasn't innocent. Um, well, no, he was. Yeah. <laughs> he just saw him make a book right think, after saying, "If you, I did it." Do you think the Kardashians write him a check, um, every single year for making them famous? Yeah. Well, I think it's. A, I I think I've said this fact in the show before that. If the Eagle, like Eagles are having a terrible year that year, but for some reason they decided to win like the last two or three games of the season. Because of that, they got the second overall pick instead of the first overall pick, which went on to be OJ Simpson. The Eagles would have drafted OJ Simpson, but because of that, um, he was in that. Buffalo. Well, here's the real question: Is who do we take? Who do we take at the two spot? 
I don't, I don't even remember. I think it was another running back who was pretty decent, but not, you know, OJ Simpson. Keep Byers. See, OJ Simpson draft. No way it was Deuce Daly, was it? Deuce and what? Deuce Daly. Oh wait, back, no, dude. no, that was in the nineties. The nineteen sixty nine draft. All right, that's crazy. OJ's that old? Let's see who went second. No, sorry, we picked third. Uh, we picked Leroy Keys, who was a running back from Purdue. And how long did we keep Leroy Keys on our team? Well, I can tell you he wasn't a Hall of Famer. Unfortunately, the next pick in the draft was Mean Joe Green. So <laughs> maybe he should have been the Terminator. All right, guys, give me one second. Give me one second. Played for the Eagles for three years. He wasn't. He was not good. He only had 369 career rushing yards. Oh my god! My fault. I needed. Uh, I needed. He only had 369 career rushing yards as a third overall pick. Mm-hmm. That's on. That's wow. Injuries right, guys. derailed his career so, or something. Let's let's go ahead do our uh, our um, Goldie's locks of the week. I, I yeah. feel smell so bad right now. Yeah, boys, Goldie's locks of the week. Listen. <clears throat> I don't know uh, what's going on as of recent. I need to start locking in more here. I got to gotta get better picks out to the fans. You guys are too good and too kind to me to start giving out shit picks here. So, Well, maybe you should uh, give, Sorry, give the up, umps and up. refs some Is that better? Uh, Is that money. better? Is that better? Doing, we're doing Goldie's garbage right now. <laughs> I know. All right. First lock. It's going to be a three-game parlay here, boys. First one's going to be the Diamondbacks on the money line at the Blue Jays. You're gonna get no, nah, I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking here. My 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 thinking for them was different about this game. The reason I took the Diamondbacks for this one is because Corbin Carroll, obviously, I mean, there's really no way around it. Corbin's the best player in baseball, so Diamondbacks in the money line. Thank you. Next game is gonna be the Reds at home against the Brewers. I'm gonna take the Reds once again on the money line. That's going to be a minus 110 money line. And then you pile that in with the Diamondbacks plus 120 on the money line. Looking pretty good. You throw in the last one, which is going to be the Rangers at home against the Guardians. What did he just do? I must have missed there. You definitely did. That's Corbin Carroll. That's what I was thinking. That's 100% Corbin Carroll. You'll watch it back and you'll enjoy it. But go ahead. Finish it up. Fire. And I don't have it. What are you talking about? And then finally, last for the third leg is going to be the Rangers on the money line at home against the Guardians at a minus 145 line. Seems like a simple win for them to pull it out there. Three legs, $10, win you uh, 60 bucks for us. Dude, you're going to make me have a seizure, man. Um, those, yeah, I, those aren't bad. Those aren't bad at all. Um, well, I guess we're getting to our last segment here, guys. Uh, our dubs and chugs. So we'll start this off. Dubs and chugs. Start this off our Friday's games. We got Red Sox versus Cubs. Yeah. Um this is a tough one here. David thought the Cubs were gonna, you know, pick up speed and, and do some good stuff here, but they've kind of sucked as of recently. So I think I'm gonna take uh, I think I'm gonna take the Cubs. Yeah. I've been having a terrible last three weeks. I'm really starting to get upset at it. So I did no research on purpose for these picks, and I'm just picking off my Me gut either. this week. I All did right. no nice. research, so I'm going Cubs this week. I'm going nice. Cubs. 
I love it. I love that you're you're not doing your research on this. Um, glad to see that you don't know who's on the mound, and I'm not going to tell you who's on the mound. Um, oh. <laughs> I am going to pick – Sherman. I am going to pick the Red Sox to take one in this game. So that's so going to get now, us now into – Hold on, hold on. Now that we left that uh, in, who's pitching that game? You'll yeah, find tell me out. Who's pitching. You'll find out. Our next game is Guardians versus Rangers. This is Friday's game. This is Friday's game. Yeah, I just pitching. took the Rangers on the money line. So I'm going to take the Rangers on the money line again. I did no research. I don't know who's pitching. I would have known so bad. I'm going with the Rangers. I'm going with the Rangers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you guys would have, if you guys heard my hot take was Guardians. Well, last week, Guardians were going to be in first place. Um, but I also said the Rangers aren't going to be in first place because the Astros are going to take it over. Um, Wait a minute. What game did we just pick before this? Oh my gosh, the Red Sox Cubs. So I'm going to go with the away game also, and I'm going to pick the Guardians to win this because I have the Astros taking first place. Um, getting into our last game, we got I, we haven't picked this team in a while. So I thought we needed to do it. Uh, Twins versus A's. Love my A's, baby. Give me the A's. No, I refuse. I'm going Twins. Yeah, and again, I'm going to pick another away team. Um, the issue is the A's don't have anyone on the mound right now. Uh, it's to be determined. So it sounds like the Twins are going to have a free game going on there. Yeah, their pitcher's not that great, but give me the Twins to take that. Uh, going into our first game on Saturday, um, we got the Diamondbacks versus Blue Jays. And Christian, do you want me to tell you who's on the mound on Saturday? Sure, why not? Corbin Carroll is going to be pitching that game. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's yes! actually <laughs> it's actually going to be Gallon on the mound. Uh, oh. Blue Jays didn't put one out there, oh. but Gallon's eleven and three with a three three point zero four ERA. Yeah, you had me at Diamondbacks because Diamondbacks <laughs> means Corbin Carroll, so I'll take the Diamondbacks. I hope Corbin Carroll sits that game. I also have the Diamondbacks <laughs> in that game. Yeah, and uh, I I'm gonna take the Diamondbacks again. I'm I'm picking all away teams right now. Um, Gallon with the 11 and three record, 3.04 ERA. Just hard to um bet against that. Gallon is also the amount of uh, Corbin Carroll come that Christian has him. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. <laughs> Going into our second game, uh, is Barry Bonds two favorite teams? We got the Giants versus the Pirates. Ooh. Why are these two favorite teams? He played for I them. really that really hurts my soul. You didn't know that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Giants at the Pirates. I feel like the Pirates have shit the bed as of recently. So I'm gonna go with the Giants. I agree. I hate the Pirates. Um, so they are gonna lose to the Giants. Okay. I that the was Giants. horrible. That was so bad. Hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my away train going here. Uh Cobb's on the mound for the Giants. He's six and two with a two point. 9-1 ERA, and Oviedo's on the mound for the Pirates Corn? with a 3-10 and 10 record and 1.75 ERA. So I'm going to take the Giants Ty. taking this one. <laughs> uh, our last game, and I, I again, I feel like we haven't picked, picked this team uh, in quite a while, is the Nationals versus Cardinals. They both suck. Who? Yeah, I'd say two uh, really bottom-of-the-barrel type teams here. That's why it's a good, a good matchup. Oh shit! The game is where? It's it's in St. Louis. It's in St. Louis. Uh-huh. 
And you got any details on the pitching matchup just for this one? I sure do. Yes. Um, it oh, looks nice. like the Nationals Wayne, have not Wayne, released who Wayne, is going Wayne, to be pitching. Wayne, Wayne, um, Wayne. Matt is on the mound for the Cardinals. He's 0-7, and, and he's <gasps> got a 4.65 ERA. And who's on the – oh, you said the other one's unannounced? It's not. It's to be determined. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to – um. you said that was the pitcher for the Nats? No, that's a Cardinals pitcher. Yeah, oh, yeah Cardinals I'm pitcher Nats. is I'm going to take the Nats then. I can't go with somebody who's 0-7. No, you understand. You play the law of averages here. The Cardinals are going to win. He's going to get his first win. New new half of the season, new year for him. He'll get his first win. New year for him. Yeah. <laughs> new year, new new me. Uh, give me give me the Cardinals, man. Like you yeah. said, statistically 0-7. He's due for one. It's not the 0-11 that we saw, but it 0-7. Cardinals get this one done. Um, getting into our first game on Sunday, it is the NLCS matchup. We're going Phillies versus Padres. Ooh, a little rematch the, the Phillies, NLCS. I think the Phillies come out and uh, win this one. I think they come out and win it by a landslide. I'm, I'm not gonna, telling you the pitchers. I'm going to agree with you. I don't know who's pitching. I already saw the pitchers. I already saw the I, I hope it's Blake uh, Snow. Sanchez is on the mound for us. And then it's I, Hugh Darvish. Hugh Darvish. Oh, it's Hugh Darvish? Oh, wait, this is – no, no, no. This you is guys are completely game. That's wrong. Friday's game. Um, that was Friday. No, yeah, that was Friday's game. It's my fault. Saturday, Saturday is a doubleheader for them. And, yeah, you definitely picked the Friday games. But go yeah, ahead. that was a Friday. I don't care who's on the mound. I just know that the Phillies will slaughter the Padres. I see five home runs that game for the Phillies. Harbor yeah, this, was the hit of his life. This uh this weekend, um, they're finally going back home. Uh, you know, they had that Florida stretch, but uh, Wheeler's on the mound. Um, and I just I he's a better pitcher in my opinion. And we're getting back from All Star break. Give me the Phillies taking this uh, in a landslide on their last game. Uh, on Sunday. Use my words yeah uh next game and the next two i picked are really good games uh we got marlins versus orioles oh, oh what's this <laughs> I, think, what just happened? I think he just dropped all the ice on on his uh crotch oh <laughs> ice for my crotch now <laughs> he was trying to blizzard it he was trying to give you the blizzard and dip it down and he just <laughs> dumped it all out all out oh uh, but yeah um so christian which which team is gonna feel like uh david after this uh marlins orioles game uh, i'm really hoping it's gonna be the marlins because for the phillies hopes and standpoints i need the orioles to win so give me the orioles i'll take the orioles brooklyn i want to tell you i was my ice was staying and I was like, oh, it's staying. And then I, as soon as I put it above my crotch, the ice fell out of my cup and it hit my That's butt. what you get for trying to blizzard it, dude. Like a little girl. It hurt. <laughs> as if you were actually like, why is that out? Uh-oh. Now why is it out, trouble. David? Yeah, why is it out? Oh. Uh, I was talking, because Christian has a man crush on Corbin Carroll. So I brought this out for him. And his back was itching. Because it's a penis. He's a, he's a baseball player because penis and he likes him yes he's riding his dick he really is because boy yeah because it's the boy well, yeah because it's corbin carroll i mean he's he is a stud okay bye <laughs>
Okay, bye. All right, so David, you took you're taking the Orioles, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna be on that too. Orioles at home. Um, Bradish is on the mound for the Orioles. He's got a 3.32 ERA. Give me the Orioles. Last game on Sunday, uh, we got the Brewers versus the Reds. Oh no! Large. <laughs> hey, yeah, I got I'm the Brewers gonna... pick right last week. That's right. I'm going to stick with the, the Red Hot Reds here. I'm going to say the Reds get the dub at home. Yeah. This is for you, Brewers. We're going Reds. <laughs> you know, I, I, here's the thing, man. This is going to be a great matchup for this weekend. That's why I picked it. Because whoever wins this series is going to end up being in first place. Uh, Brewers are only a game back of the Reds. Um, I think actually maybe a game and a half. But either way, it's going to be a great series to watch for uh, first place. But give me those red hot reds, man. They're just they're killing it, yeah. man. Um, you know, I feel like they're gonna win. And then our last game, tiebreaker game on Sunday, Astros versus Angels. Tough one, not really. Angels are falling apart. Give me the Astros. The Angels need a win here. I have the Angels winning four two. Yeah, that's it. That was the logic. Well, uh, I mean, here we here we go again. I'm gonna give him uh, just a second, David, to realize what he did. Um, and if he doesn't, same thing is gonna happen again. So, do 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 do. All right, it works for me. Um, I'm sorry. What did who did what? I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and you know the thing is is Javier's on the mound for the Astros. He's seven and one. Um, oh, with the 4.34 oh. ERA, Anderson's on the mound. Um, for the Angels, 4.42 with a 5.25 ERA. I got the Astros winning six to three. So, Chris, I'm gonna give you one more opportunity. Oh, um, oh, 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 yeah, I guess I kind of missed that part. Yeah, I'll take the uh, I'll take the Astros five to two. Okay. There you go. He, he didn't pick a he didn't pick a number again. Again, yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. That was, um, yeah, <laughs> I should have just left it alone again yo, yo, yo. and went to the replay. Uh, but as always, guys, like, subscribe. Uh, friends, go out there, enjoy mother, the weekend. Anyone. We'll see you I, next week. I'll be moving into yo, a house, listen, so that that's gonna be fun. Can't wait to see the new scenery you got going. Right, I'm gonna have my own like office room. Ooh, fancy. All right, guys, as always, enjoy the weekend. See you next week. Like we with the Pussy pounders. Woody Banner and Human, we keep the fun. HTP fam, we always bring the number one. Highlight taking pockets, we're taking over the scene. We drop dubs and chugs within the sports dream. From hot takes to deep dive, it's a winning regime. Come join the hype, we're not just blowing steam. We're known for our hot takes, blazing the fire. Bringing heat to the table, never preaching to the choir. Debating on players, teams, and even strategies. We keep for real the sugar coated fallacies. David's on the mic, spinning knowledge of flair. He breaks down the stats with a voice smooth like air. Christian's a funny guy, bringing laughter and joy. He got the jokes unlocked and no one can destroy. Mix the analysts, break down the X's and O's. He sees the game differently, like nobody knows. Together, unite, forming a podcast dream team. Making waves in the industry, fulfilling their schemes. Highlight taking pockets, we're taking over the scene. We drop dubs and chugs within the sports dream. From hot takes to deep dive, it's a winning regime. Come join the hype, we're not just blowing steam. So grab your headphones and tune in every week. Highlight taking podcasts is the place to seek. Insight 